Hi guys, happy Friday, new cat on the loose to get your weekend started and today I have a guest, I am so excited to talk to her, her name is Desiree Simone, she also has a podcast about sex, dating and relationships, so this is going to be interesting, hi Desiree. Hey cat, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Happy Friday. Happy Friday, we made it. I know, we made it, we are making it somehow, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how we did, but we got here, so there I you know. go. I have so much I want to ask you, uh, so I'm going to jump right on it, but let's go start by, you You do a podcast, it's called Break Bottles, Not Hearts, and you are known as the boozy bestie, why boozy bestie? Uh, well, prime example, I'm in my bed drinking whiskey. <laughs> I love uh, it. And after my after my really fun day at work so that's that's exactly why <laughs> um, no I've always kind of gravitated being called a boozy bestie just because I've always been the kind of girl that any of my friends have had relationship issues or questions they're like okay Desiree I need some help or what about this and da da da, da. and my first response is well you want to meet at the bar and, and talk about it I love it and, and, then, <laughs> and, then I, and then I can help you and then that's kind of what happens and I'm a former bartender I'm a former oh, food and beverage manager awesome. um, so that kind of lifestyle of being into the booze world and me personally I'm a huge whiskey and tequila lover borderline whiskey tequila like snob <laughs> slash historian wow that's awesome so, you add that together with a potty mouth, uh -huh. with a girl who drinks tequila like water, and then you basically have me. Oh so. my God, can I please be your boozy bestie too? I love it. Yes. Oh my yes. God. You You're like the, the coolest girlfriend. You have a great potty mouth. You drink. I mean, you have fabulous energy. I love it. Oh my God. Fake hair. Awesome. You, by the way, guys, her hair looks insanely, insanely gorgeous. After Thank the podcast, you, you guys got to go to the my Instagram. I'm going to drop the videos there like I always do. She, she looks like a freaking supermodel, so I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I Thank love the you. hair. So uh, Coming from a supermodel, are you kidding me? Stop it. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Desiree, how Whatever. did you end up starting your podcast? So I started it um, actually just a few months ago. It's only been about like four months. Uh -huh. But the podcast is actually the evolution of my blog, which I started in 2011, which is mind boggling to even say that out loud. Right. Um, I, I started know. the blog, honestly, as like a writing prompt to kind of go through my divorce at the time. Oh, and my it, God. it really was just something to get my emotions out. I had no intention of anybody reading it. It was just going to be like an online diary, really. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of kept flushing into it. Um, I told a couple of friends that I was doing it, mainly just because I was like, I'm just getting my emotions out. Yeah. And so if you just want to see a couple of things, there you go. But I have comedy and laughter as a defense mechanism. Oh, my so God. Yeah. I was writing things down. I do the it same. I'm not calling myself funny. I'm just telling you what other people are saying about telling me like, you should write about this. And, oh, I dated this one guy and I know you have a similar story. And, and that was kind of how it started. Yeah. And then from now it's grown and I got awesome. some amazing writing opportunities, guest writing opportunities. 
And it was actually my, my fiance who was like, you need to make the blog into a podcast. And that's how we got it. Yeah, I love the name Break Bottles, Not Hearts. So Break that takes us hearts. to the second thing. So people get to know you a little better. We have a lot in common because it's the same thing I started before I did the podcast, I did a blog. It was like a catharsis, yep. just talking about the creeples that I dated after being married for 14 years. That's how wow. Cat on the wow. Loose started. Yeah. And then, wow. it, yeah, happily, it just grew an audience because obviously there are a lot of women out there. I think everybody has a breakup story, a date story. Yeah, I know. Raise your hands, right? But we're going to get into that in a minute. The first thing is, um, you said you are engaged. And you told me, he's doing the podcast with you. He is. He's my sidekick. That is cool. Don't get it twisted. He's number two. (laughs) Yeah, he's the sidekick. But does it complicate the relationship that you guys are doing it together? Or does it make it spicier and more fun? It, it makes it spicy and fun because usually throughout the week, we kind of get inspiration. And then depending <laughs> on what mood, because the other part of the, the podcast is we drink during the podcast. Uh-huh. Um, so depending on what we're drinking uh-huh. and depending on much, how much we're drinking, you can tell a difference in certain episodes <laughs> by how intoxicated we get because I we get like it. super inappropriate. And he's just like, I never knew you felt that way. And I'm like, well, that's the third shot of tequila talking. <laughs> I love it. I I listened to a few episodes and I thought you guys like are super fun together. Amazing. (laughs) When when are you getting married or are you going to enjoy being a fiance for a while? Um, We're actually going to be enjoying being engaged for a while because we're trying to figure out if we want to buy a home this year. Uh So we've, we've pushed the date a bit, which I am actually thrilled about because I jumped into my first marriage. Uh super excited, young, naive. And this time I said, you know what? I don't mind, you know, taking my time really for this one. Yeah, that's a good idea. How long have you guys been dating? We've been together in May will be three years. Wow, that's so nice. Yeah. And how did you meet? Did you meet on a dating app or a place? (laughs) Ah, this is a good one. So we met at a cigar bar. Because we both love smoking cigars. That's so cool. You're the coolest chick ever. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I I was there. I went after work. I I kind of, I moved to this area. I heard about this particular bar. um, Went in there after work, got a cocktail, smoked a cigar. And a lot of times in the cigar world, which is kind of unfortunate sometimes, there's not a lot of women. And there's definitely not a lot of black women. Uh And so I was there at the bar, interestingly enough, talking about my blog. And the way he tells the story, because of course I'm the only woman, there's like 10 men and I'm sitting here talking about, <laughs> oh, I have a blog where I talk about blowjobs and anal and blah, blah, blah. So of course all the men are like, what? Sorry, what? I and, love and it. You're, and you're smoking cigars and drinking whiskey? What? what? So the way he likes to tell the story is he saw me, thought I was obnoxious and pretentious <laughs> and was not interested. Really? But I mentioned that at my previous job, I did a jazz set because I would do a jazz set where I would sing every Wednesday night. And so I mentioned that in conversation and he remembered. So one month later, he remembers that, goes on a Wednesday night and asks me out on a date while I was currently on a date with another guy. Really? Oh, my God. That's so cool. And then you liked him? I did. 
And I, I still to this day don't know how I did it, but I said yes to his date in front of the other guy. Real, well, that means the other I mean, guy, the date wasn't go, going that well, probably, right? It was, it was going, it was going decent. It's just, you know, whatever. And then this other guy, looking all charming and ever, literally asked me out in front of another dude, and I was just like, hey, "Sure, okay, cool." And then you guys been together ever since. Oh, it was perfect. Oh, yeah, super cool. And you've been with him ever since then. With them ever since. Yeah. So, like I said, three years in May. Oh my God. Note to self find cigar bars in LA. <laughs> Ladies, I'm telling you, honest to God, that's exactly what you need to do. You need to find a cigar bar. You don't need to smoke them. You need to walk in and just be like, oh my oh, God. My, um, my brother is graduating from medical school and I want to get him a cigar as a gift. I like, will. Can you show me like a good one. I wonder there if there's, go. I never heard of cigar bars in LA, but I will most definitely do my research as soon as we're done with the podcast, because it's a fabulous idea for single ladies out there like me, because that's the next thing I want to talk to you about. Um, I've been single for many years and I've dated a bunch of like really, really bad men. So I, I, you know, I toned down my dating life a lot. Like I get pickier okay. and pickier and pickier. But um, what do you think about dating apps? Did you try dating apps before you met your boyfriend? Because I just meet, sorry guys, but a lot of crap out there. It's shit. It's right? absolutely shit. But every <sighs> once in a while there is, you know, a success story. I, um, yeah, yeah I, I did dating apps. I also was the plenty of fish match.com all of those. I never even tried those because I don't even have the yeah. patience or the time. I did. I did all of them. Wow. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think the dating apps, uh, I, of course, every once in a while, there's an exception, but I think most people out there, honestly, they're just players. Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it kind of is what it is. And for the longest time bull came out, I had that intention of I could find something genuine from this. Then I just got to the point where I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go and, and have a great time. I'm going to use this as a, I have nothing to do Saturday night. If I want to go out and have a drink or go out and have dinner or meet a guy at a bar, like, there you go. But I will say I did actually get one relationship from Tinder. Oh, yeah. And it, and it was, yep. And it was the, it was the third Tinder date I'd ever actually been on. I had been on two that were just complete blah but then I went on this tender date with a guy and ended up being in a two-year relationship with him oh wow okay see yeah. there you go so it yeah. does no I've I've haven't had relationships with people yeah. I've met on dating apps but yeah I've I've had horrible dates and I had some cool guys that ended up being my friends you know exactly business exactly. contacts now I know you're doing the podcast it hasn't been a long time but I ask all my guests that my experience is a lot of men get super intimidated when they find out I do a podcast about sex, dating, and relationships. Number yes. one, a lot of them, the first thing they say is, oh my God, you're an expert on the subject. And it's exactly the opposite. I'm like, right. no, we're not. We're just girls trying to figure out, <laughs> to navigate exactly. the world of dating and relationships. But, and exactly. then there is this, the guys that say, oh yeah, you do a podcast. And then when they listen to it, they feel super intimidated and they ask me, oh, so you're going to talk about me on the podcast. Mm -hmm. So they freak exactly. out. 
Does exactly. that happen to you as well? I mean, I know you've been with your boyfriend, but like in general, right. do you but think intimidates yeah, so people? So, yeah. So the blog was like that. Uh. So the, the podcast has basically been, you know, he and I, but the blog I've been doing since 2011. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually use that to my advantage on all of my dating profiles. I flat out said, I have a sex and dating blog. <laughs> I am very active on it people end up on it. And so it was weird because a lot of guys use that as, Ooh, I want to go out with her. Maybe I end up on the blog. And yeah. <laughs> so one of the things that I would always tell guys, especially the first date is you kind of don't want to be on it. Or yeah. you really, really do. Because I had, I basically had several rules when it came to the blog. The first one being, I never named names ever, but the me other neither. one yeah. was, I'm very honest, good or bad. And even if it makes me look like a dick, mm-hmm. I'm honest about it. Yeah. Like there's a couple of articles where I dated a married guy and I wasn't very proud of myself and I hated. Oh my God. I, I have one time. episode about that What's too. That? Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. We have so many stars like, it in common. It doesn't make me look great, but I'm yeah. brutally honest about it. And yeah. so, you know, guys would always be like, oh, so am I going to end up on the blog? And I'm like, well, no, first of all, if you're a decent guy, I'm not going to write about you. I'm going to write about you if you're an exceptional asshole or if the sex is really, really fucking good <laughs> or you do something really amazing. Otherwise, if you're just a normal average human being, which I would hope most men are, you kind of don't want to end up on it yeah. in the first place. I know that's the same thing I always tell guys. Well, if you're a nice, decent human I'm only going to say nice things about you. And if you're an a-hole and you do something horrible, then yeah, you might end up there. But that being, yeah, Yeah. that being said, I know why there's an article about the racist guy that I had sex with. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My last one that I, uh, my Tuesday podcast of this week, I, uh, I redid an episode that I had done in the beginning of the podcast two years ago about this cripple that I was dating. I don't know if you listened to it. Yes. He turned out to be the fu- the biggest freaking dick. Uh, he was disgusting. Yeah. He tells me in the middle of this foreplay massage that he's just dating and massaging a bunch of women at the same time. And I wanted to vomit. <laughs> and yeah. this guy, and of course, I never name, name names. There is nothing that anybody can yeah. identify him. When I published exactly. the episode, he sent me the nastiest message. Like, yeah, really? calling me names. I can't believe you did that. And I, I just blocked him. I'm like, dude, you know, you're lucky. I didn't yeah. give clues to other girls find out about who you are because right? you're a fucking cripple. Right? More importantly, I'm sure his massages were illegal. Like, get out of here. I, I know. What a nail. And uh, the oh same God. thing. Uh, I have a, a story about a married guy and I feel super not proud of it, but this was another a-hole. He, I met him on the set of a TV show that we were filming um, last year. I think it was last year. I don't want to give too many details because he's married, right. of course. Right. And he yeah. tells me he's married in the middle of sex when we're in bed and we had three bottles of wine. <laughs> Shut up. I swear he was pursuing me, pursuing Shut me, up. taking pictures of me on the set, da 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 da. And then he comes up with a business excuse to take me to dinner. So we 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 drink a ton of wine and we and in anyways, kind of so short. I end up in his hotel room and I'm in bed with this guy in between fucks. Yeah, I know, right? 
Oh my God. I know. Now let me wonder why we have trust issues then. <laughs> exactly. But now let me ask you your opinion. This is the shit. A like, lot. Here? Yeah, I know. A lot of my listeners, when they listen to this episode about the married dude, they told me, you got to tell his wife, you got to tell his wife, this guy is a creep. And I said, I don't think it's my place. Uh, so I, of course, I just, I didn't say anything. What is your opinion? Right my opinion on that yeah so so especially in that one it was really interesting because she actually found me and emailed me and I was mortified and I remember contacting him and was like your wife just emailed me and oh, I oh so I in your like, case wait 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 we're I me just need you to know that oh, okay so in your story you were dating the married guy did you know he was married you mm, did not we know not he dating. was married we were not dating it was strictly sex and he oh. only called me when I was in the area and it was one of those things that in the beginning kind of like well at least similar to yours and I feel like similar to a lot of women it was oh yeah I'm I'm not married you know I'm, I'm single you know then it was oh I'm married but we're having issues we might be separated yeah, and there was like those like breadcrumbing basically. It was like, yeah, like we might be ending, we might be breaking up. Um, and then of course, you know, well, I don't think we're gonna be doing it anytime soon for the kids. And I was just like, dude, I'm I'm not I'm not doing this. Like this is this is ridiculous. So I know it's it was strictly awful. a physical relationship that mm. I one hundred percent regret because it, it just wasn't it just wasn't worth it. And then of course to have an email from the woman be like, Ugh. I know who you are. I, I know what's been going on. I just wish he would just like end it. Um, and then of course, to later find out years later that I was one of many women that he was. Doing yeah. That I think with. a cheater. I, yeah. Like years later, I wanted to find her and be like, I hope you divorced him. Cause yeah. he really was a piece of shit. I know. I think a cheater, he doesn't cheat only with one person. Very likely they're cheating with a bunch Multiple. of people. Like this guy that I, that I happened to me, that I was in bed with him and he tells me he's married. Same thing. I found out he was doing that to a bunch of girls. Like every set he works on the TV show, he hits on a bunch of girls working on that show. So do you think I should have told his wife or just stay out of it? I would, I would stay out of it. I, I feel so, especially because I've been in this situation, I feel so so much for the other person. I agree um, with you. I yeah. think I definitely had an easy out that I could have responded. Um, but I also know that at the time I was very young. I was very naive. And knowing me, I would have said something that would have just made it worse. I think probably now, hindsight being 2020, maybe I probably would say something. But then again, I also, having been in that position, would never get myself in that position again. I know. Ever. That so, me neither. That's the most I, important I, thing. Yeah, but I... I, I don't, I don't know. I know. It's a, that's a hard one. My, yeah, my is. instinct is to be like, you're already you're already wrong by being with a married guy. So now you're gonna make it even worse by telling the wife. <laughs> exactly. Like, just, I agree. Just, just abort abort mission. I know. I got so many messages telling me you gotta tell yeah. her, you got and I said, you know, in my opinion, is it's none of my business. I nope. either maybe she knows the husband she has and she doesn't want to see it, or hopefully one of these days she's gonna figure it out for herself, but I don't wanna get tangled up. 
in that mess. And I believe in karma and I believe in good energy. So I don't want anybody else's men. <laughs> exactly. 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 Absolutely. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to be back with Desiree. I'm going to take a two minute break for a lovely sponsor. And then I want to talk about a tough subject, not for you, Desiree, because you're in love oh, for whatever. me. Uh, <laughs> valentine's day coming (laughs) let's see if we can come up with some fun ideas for single people out there to not feel left out of the game to not feel depressed and as you know i think the entire universe knows i have the worst valentine's day horror story on planet earth correct that's your heart you really you really i listened to the episode (laughs) You truly, hands down, have the worst story I've ever heard of in my entire life. I know. I tried. I told my listeners, can you guys send me a Valentine's Day story worse than this one? And to this day, nobody was able to. And this was like two years ago, (laughs) almost three years ago. So after the, after the break, we're going to talk about the story and we are going to figure out, you know, what the hell are single people supposed to do on such a love date? Are we supposed to hide under the couch or are we supposed to do something fun? I don't know. Uh, It's so much fun having you here. We'll be right back, guys. Cat on the Loose is graciously, graciously sponsored by another podcast that I love so much called Ira on Sports. It's the best sports podcast in the nation. The host, Ira, is a walking encyclopedia of sports knowledge. He goes to games all over the country. It is so much fun to follow him. He publishes every Monday a new episode and amazing interviews with athletes, sports writers, Uh, a lot of super fun guests all the time. So I highly recommend it. If you guys are into sports, Ira on Sports Podcast. I'm like, I'm the chair, so let's watch out for (laughs) her. Okay, we're back. I'm here with Desiree. She's like the coolest chick in the world because she loves drinking. She's a great friend. She has an awesome podcast. I love the name called Break Bottles, Not Hearts. And on her podcast, she talks about the same crap that I do here, sex, dating, and relationships. Luckily for her, you're engaged. I am. (laughs) So you're out of this crazy dating game. (laughs) Congratulations. I can't. Maybe next episode, I want to interview you and your fiance. Of course, of course. But you know, one of the things I will say, and I didn't really realize this until like, having gone through a divorce and being engaged again, you have to still date when you're in a relationship. What do you mean? There's, there's so, so there's ah, date the person. Aspect. Yeah, of ah, course. Yeah. Yes. So, so one of the things that we love doing is we, we try to do a date night. Uh huh. Um, we have the greatest of intentions to do it weekly. That does not happen. Mm-hmm. Real life happens, but we definitely have those moments where we're like, you know what, let's, let's have a date night. And one of the things that I will give him credit on, he is really cute about sending me a text message and saying, hey, uh, Desiree, I don't know what your plans are tonight, but I'd love to take you out to dinner. Aww, and I'm just like, that's so you, sweet. Are you serious? I know. So you still have to like date and like go out and kind of court that person. Yes, for sure. Yeah, it's 
Yeah. Look, I think any relationship takes work and you got to keep the spark alive, right? You got to right. keep the fire right. going. You can't just become like a boring couple. Yeah, absolutely. And so we're not boring. So <laughs> no, I'm sure you're not. You guys are amazing. So we are in January and uh, Valentine's Day is a little less than a month away. So let's yeah. talk a little bit about that. Um, it's a lot of pressure for singles. I think for yeah. most singles. In my case, I'll tell you guys first, I don't really feel pressure, but it's a day that kind of makes me sad being single, I'll confess. Right. Because right. you see like all the roses and the bonbons and the mm -hmm. fancy dinners. So on usually on Valentine's Day, and of course my last Valentine's Day, like we were saying a little bit, was the Valentine's Day from hell. Truly. After that one, I didn't have another one. So I kind of feel it's a day that I basically just, let's say I wouldn't try to go to a bar or something on that day. Right. Exactly. So do you have any suggestions for people like me out there? Like, should we do something fun or just, uh, you know, do a Netflix night, call it a night and move on, get over it? I think it really depends on you. Um, you know, one of the things that you and I talked about when we were talking about topics for this episode was for years I've I can and even to this day I feel like I've still had more single slash I hate Valentine's Day that I've had with someone mm -hmm. and so because I'm also somebody who loves horror films and I'm obsessed with all things horror <laughs> I used to do I used to do like a my bloody Valentine where I would binge a bunch of scary movies And then I would call my other girlfriends who were also single and be like, let's watch all the Scream movies. Let's get a whole bunch of pizza. And then just basically do the opposite of Valentine's Day. It's like blood and guts and gore. And then we'd watch like cheesy 80s horror films and things like that to just basically get your head out of romance. That's a good idea. Of dumb blonde girls who are running into a forest where the killer is clearly <laughs> right behind them, and you're yelling at the TV. So I I used to do like a My Bloody Valentine for all my single friends for years, um, but then outside of that, you know, for those who aren't really into scary movies, one of the things, especially when I got into my 30s and after my divorce, especially after my divorce, one of the things that I wanted to do for Valentine's Day was I wanted to spoil me. I wanted to give me all the things that I wanted Aww. and I, I wanted, to, I didn't want to be unapologetic about it. So I went and got myself flowers. I went and gave myself a pedicure. I went and, you know, ordered the big thing of sushi that, Oh my God, I'm never going to eat. And it's made for a couple, <laughs> but fuck it. I'm going to spend eight dollars and eat the sushi myself. I wanted to go out and, and get dressed up for me. I did all those things because I might not have a partner that's going to do it for me, but I damn sure know I deserve it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to buy, buy myself roses. And yeah, I'm going to take myself out. And yeah, I'm going to look really, really cute. And then I'm going to get a bottle of Jameson and look through my ex's Instagram. And <laughs> James, I no, look, yeah, yeah. I freaking love your ideas. I'm not a horror movie kind of person because believe it or not, I'm scared of horror movies. I know I'm like a child. But I think it's a fabulous idea for girls out there. Like get together and do like some kind of a girly party or this idea that you talk about self-care. 
I think it's awesome. And I'll tell you what, not only on Valentine's Day, by the way, like lately, last year, not just because of COVID, because I was writing a book and I was so sick of dating assholes, I decided to go on a man diet. And I, I don't know if you listened to the episode, but I was like, you know, that's it. I'm on a man diet. I want to date me. I want to be alone. And it did me a lot of good because it's like you were saying, I I would literally stay home a lot and I still do that. Uh, And I just pamper me, pamper myself. You know, I date me like sometimes Friday night. I don't feel like going out with a bunch of people. I literally just open a bottle of wine that I love. I order food that I love or I cook for me. You don't need, uh, and that's the thing I think women need to learn. You should not need a man to do all these things. You can want a man. You should want a man, right? But but in terms of needing, we should be 100% self-sufficient to do things that we love doing, right? Exactly. Exactly. And one of the other things that I did, and I did this a few times, um, it's also really important to think about people who are probably a little bit older, who don't have someone, whether it's divorce, whether it's death. And so I've always tried to especially reach out to those. I've got, you know, a couple of family members whose spouses have passed. And Uh so, you know, to sit here and be bitter about, oh, I'm single on Valentine's Day and I haven't had a good one. Yeah. So-and-so lost her husband. And especially, unfortunately, you know, in this world of COVID, there are going to be a lot of people who have Valentine's Days who are like that, where they've lost their partner. So being able to kind of step out of yourself and sit there and say, let me reach out to someone who probably doesn't have a partner because of either death or or military, you know, people who are deployed and they're overseas. For sure. Let me go reach out to that person or let me take that person out to dinner and get out of my, oh, I'm single. It's like, oh, you might be single, but this person lost the love of her life last year in a car accident. That is is a super good point. I love that. Yeah, think of being selfless for somebody else. And that'll... And that hopefully will help you get out of that mindset of Valentine's Day sucks. Yeah. And I tell you guys one thing, um, and it worked for me. And you saw my experiences, my Valentine's Day story. It was horrible. Of course, at the time, I was devastated. And I went on today to the a-hole like another year. And then he did the same thing to me on my birthday. But the secret, and I know a lot of girls out there say, oh, but it's so hard. Like you said, don't be bitter about it. No man in the world or no women for that matter, because I know guys suffer too, deserves you crying and being bitter and being angry because it didn't work. Try to switch that energy. I do it like, like you said, that's just my style. I end up making fun of it. Uh, I just put it out there. I put it on the podcast. I tell my girlfriends, I'm like, oh my God, can you believe this happened to me? Like, seriously, if I saw it in a movie, I would think, these things only happen in a freaking movie. No man in the world has the balls to do what he did to me. But guess what? People do. do crappy shit. Uh, they do. Yeah, they do. But the point is, you're right. Try not to be bitter about it. Transform right. it into something nice. And by the way, Valentine's Day, it doesn't really necessarily mean, like you said, a couple. It's more like a day to celebrate love. In my case... Uh, like last year, I celebrated love with my dog because he's my family, Phoenix. Yeah, and so yeah. I did extra fun things with Phoenix. Yeah, of course. Of course. So whatever Why works. Why not? And so, um, and then my my dad, well, my stepdad, because my 
stepdad and my mom have been together for 20 plus years and he practically like raised me. Wow. Um, my, my stepdad is like the, just the OG when it comes to the romantics. And imagine. one of the things for the past, I'd probably say 10, 15 years is he's made it a point to make the day special for me as Aww, his stepdaughter. Oh my God. That is so and sweet. So that's, that's another aspect of Valentine's day that I always look forward to because you know, he'll get a dozen roses from my mom, but then he'll send, you know, like a half dozen to me or like a little thing of chocolate. <laughs> and so, you know, there's also that connection. So maybe you don't have someone, but if you happen to have a, a good relationship with your father, make it about your dad, make it about your mom. Yeah. If make you're close to your dad, for sure. I'm like you, I have a stepdad and unfortunately yeah. he's far away uh, down in, in Brazil right now, but you're absolutely right. Uh, yeah. Come up with, anybody that you love or that you want to share that day with exactly. but now i know you you're saying all these wonderful things and you, you're very lucky but did you ever have a crappy valentine's day like mine or similar oh, yeah. or not oh yeah oh, no, 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 no. no one on the planet earth has had one worse than you so no mine has not been like yours no so no, i've definitely i've definitely had crappy <laughs> ones um there was a guy who was a giant nerd at my job who was like ridiculously in love with me and wanted to take me out on Valentine's day. And because I'm a sucker for free food, um, I went out with him. <laughs> like a lot of people are. Yeah. I'm a sucker for free food. And so he was, it was really sweet. He borrowed like his dad's old beat up car and it was so beat up that I literally got back pain from like the, Oh my God. Like from like, it just kept bumping it just going it kept going over bumps and whatnot it was just like the worst ride so when we went out to dinner i was in ridiculous pain and he wrote this poem for me which was god awful but <laughs> oh i had god. to sit there and pretend like it was the most beautiful thing in the world and i was just completely <laughs> uncomfortable but then I remember thinking, you know what? This guy is not my cup of tea. I'm literally doing this because I want a free dinner. But this might have been like the greatest Valentine's Day for him. It was <laughs> embarrassing for me. Yeah. So I kind of just went through the rest of the date like, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe this is kind of nice for him. And you were a nice we person. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> this could be good for him. And then we fast forward to the one Valentine that I spent when I was married. Uh I a fundraiser at work where I was making so my fiance is literally uh dancing in front of me right now trying to be inappropriate. Uh so you I can bring him on camera if you want at work where <laughs> I was making a bunch of chocolate roses. And so literally for days my house was like a bakery where I was making these chocolate roses for fundraisers. Mm, yeah. And I was just getting to the point where I was tired of chocolate and roses, period. Mm hmm my ex-husband on our first valentine's day together as a married couple got me four long stem chocolate roses <laughs> that's a little and, like clueless maybe but he didn't and i was i was like are you freaking kidding me <laughs> like you've seen me for days make these things you've heard me talk about how much i hate them then you just went to like a bakery and and got me my own like yeah, that's not nice at all. Our that's first just married Valentine's oh Day. Oh my god. Like completely clueless. <laughs> completely so, clueless. Again, does not hold a candle to your Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, for the people that didn't listen, my Valentine's Day from Hell story is on season one, but I'm gonna re recap super quickly. I was dating this Please guy. Say, oh. 
And this guy, that's the thing. He wasn't just like any guy. He was the one man I was madly in love with him. It was the one person I met after my husband died that I was having a serious relationship with. I was really, really in love with this guy. So, and on Valentine's Day, it was the Miami Boat Show, which is a huge event in Miami. I was living in Miami at the time. So, and he was a businessman, blah, blah, blah. And he told me he had a bunch of uh, people from out of town that he needed to entertain. So he said, we'll go out at night, but I need to spend the whole day on the boat show. So I'm like, okay, of course, I completely understand. So at the very end of the day, he tells me to go to his place and wait for him there. So this is like six o'clock in the afternoon, guys, on Valentine's Day. I go to his place. I take a shower. I put insanely sexy lingerie, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't eat because he told me we were going to eat together. And I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. And every once in a while, he texts me. Oh, I'm having to eat here with the guys. Please order something. Don't worry about me. I'll be a little late. And I didn't know. I felt sorry for him. I'm like, oh, poor baby. He's working so late. I'm not going to eat without him. I'm going to wait for him to come home. And so anyway, cutting the story short, 10 o'clock at night, this guy walks in and I'm in bed. And he, he immediately walks in, takes his clothes off in bed. Of course, we fucked. We had sex. Right. And I felt sorry for him. And I fa- fell, asli- fell asleep. 5 a.m. I wake up and he's not in bed. So I'm like, what the hell? Where is this guy? Turned out the, the ex-girlfriend that he was with the entire day got suspicious because he came up with some excuse why he needed to go I home. So she drove to his building and she was downstairs in the building calling, calling, calling. So he had to go down there and shoosh her away. So she starts sending me all these pictures on my Instagram of the gifts he gave her, Cartier bracelets. (laughs) What a piece of work, dude. I know. And no, to me, honestly, the most, I, I left the building, of course, in tears, shaking. But to me, the most disgusting thing was really we're having sex with this chick the entire day you go home you jump in bed with me like and do you exactly it's super disgusting right but literally without sh- taking a freaking shower like uh, seriously i know can you imagine how i felt i wanted to oh die god. oh god i would have felt so disgusting i know and i, I was the worst w- woman in the world i had zero self-esteem zero and I was going through hell. I had just lost my husband. I forgave him. <laughs> I ended up dating him for like another year. And on my birthday, sure enough, he did the same thing. He lied that he was going to go on a business dinner and he was having dinner with someone else. <laughs> Here's the thing about holidays. Like you should just never be around him on holidays. That's the thing. Like that, that was the whole point. Yeah, what a piece of work. A piece of, yeah. So of course I ended up breaking up with him on my birthday and, and the end of the story, it's like a movie. He ended up dying. He caught COVID from the woman that he was cheating with. Yeah. And he died. So it's a sad story, but it's a creepy Valentine's day, right? Wow. That, yeah. That again, ladies and gentlemen. The world's worst Valentine's Day. Yeah, there we go. Well, if anybody, it's a challenge. I mean, maybe we should come up with a gift. If anybody comes up with the worst Valentine's Day out there, I'll send you, you, this person, 
like a Valentine's Day gift or something. <laughs> there you go. A Valentine's Day gift package. <laughs> exactly. Because that's a bad one. Oh, my Gosh, God. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I hate that for you. I really, really do. So. But like you said, I make fun of it because there's no point in being bitter and being sad about it. I just like, you know, like I said, I believe in karma. And I really believe there is somebody out there looking for me, like somebody exactly. perfect for me and they're going to find me and I'm going to find them. And there is no point in like thinking about all the cripples that came before. Right. Right. Exactly. That's, that's the whole thing about hopefully growing and that every single year, because I know if I had this conversation with 22 year old Desiree, she'd look at me and be like, first of all, fuck all the way off. I yeah. don't believe you. But, you know, to have that mindset in your 20s and your 30s and your 40s, you start getting a little bit older. You start putting in perspective. You find the things that are important for you. Yes. And you sit there and you say, there's way more important things for me to worry about and spend my time on. So the only way you get to that is by age and experience. No, you're absolutely right. And I think also it's age and all, and it's a, an, an exercise that it's very tough many times, learning how to love ourselves first. It sounds exactly. cheesy to say that, but I know because I didn't used to do it. I actually I thought I deserved being treated like shit. And it took me a very long time and mentally repeating it to myself. You know, wait a minute, I'm not going to be treated like shit ever again. And I think it's really, really important to get to this point so you actually attract the right person. Right. Exactly. And that's the thing is when you start to change how you feel about it, you start attracting that kind of person. Yeah. You start attracting that into your life. I'm a firm believer of that. I'm not going to go down this whole road of like law of attraction and manifestation <laughs> and all this other stuff that I believe in. I like, do too. I'm truly a firm believer of that. Like it's all about your energy and what you put out there. I agree with you 1 million percent. I do that every freaking day. I'm maybe the next time we talk, we do our boozy happy hour. Hopefully I'll have like a nice guy yeah. around because I'm excited to find one. Cigar bar. Go to a cigar bar. I'm, I'm telling, telling I wrote it down. The minute I hang up and I publish my podcast, I am not kidding you. I'm going to okay. Google Los Angeles <laughs> cigar bars. Yeah. I know Las Vegas has a bunch. I know Miami has some. I've never seen one in LA, but I've never looked for one. But I most yeah. definitely will. And I'm going to say, oh, I need to buy some cigars for my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, like I said, my, my dad's retiring from the military yeah. and I want to get him a gift and um, I'm not really sure what to look for. Do you mind helping me? That's you. such a fat girls, ladies. She, she just gave a bunch of fantastic ideas. Go to cigar bars. You might meet your fabulous fiance. You might. Uh, do a, do a, a movie, horror movie, or any kind of movie you like. Party with your girlfriends for Valentine's Day. Or pamper yourself. That was another fabulous pamper idea. Pamper yourself. Pamper yourself. yourself. And by the way, don't wait until Valentine's Day to pamper yourself. I'm telling you, I do this all the time for me, and it does me a lot of good. I, I think it's a fabulous idea. And by the way, let me see that ring. I'm looking at her here on the ring is <laughs> blinding. Oh my god, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's blinding. He did really good. Is he there? He Can we see him? He's, he's actually he's actually outside in the, uh, in the backyard so maybe next time i'll interview here. you guys and so he's, he's like 
okay, I'll, I'll just I'll just go back there. So I think he's actually probably out there smoking a cigar. <laughs> like do, does he, he do? Did, he did really good, mainly because um, I gave him five options and told him what to talk to my mother about, <laughs> and basically he conversed <laughs> with her. So there you go. Awesome, good for you. You're in charge. <laughs> Yeah, it's gorgeous. My God. Does Thank he make you. romantic plans for Valentine's Day? Um, You know what? I think we're going to go to one of our absolute favorite restaurants mm -hmm. um, that does phenomenal sushi. And they have a really, really great whiskey selection. And we usually save it for <laughs> so either our birthday or our anniversary. So I think we're actually gonna we're gonna dress up. We're gonna go there, have some sushi, have a little whiskey. If he's good, maybe anal. So we'll see. <laughs> if I love you. If he's good, maybe anal. That's a whole okay. other episode that we have to talk about. A whole other episode, right? That's that's a that's a tequila episode. That's a tequila. I know. I'm, I haven't even started my happy hour yet because it's four fifty. Well, it's not even so much the time, but. Uh, it's not yeah. the time it's the present state of mind exactly the present state of mind but that's that is a funny one that you said that because i did one whole episode about anal sex with a guy who is one of my best friends and i want to do one maybe i'll invite you back if you're willing to do it with a woman because it's a topic that that women are very intimidated to talk about and you do not know why. Yeah, and well, exactly. It's like still such taboo to talk about sex, to talk about anal sex. And I don't know if you know that in some cultures, it's even more taboo. Yes. Like for most Americans, like my American girlfriends, oh, they can't even talk about it, much less oh, do God, it. No. No. you know so I maybe saw, we need I saw to girlfriends that have issues talking about masturbation yeah i know when i tell my girlfriends that i have like a gazillion vibrators they're like oh my god really I'm like Ew. yeah really <laughs> do not look at the drawer <laughs> that is next to my bed <laughs> oh <laughs> now i want to look, look at your at drawer. drawer i want to compare drawers <laughs> oh, girl we could do it we could do it. So let me we ask you. Let me ask you one one sex question for you guys, because okay. I've done that episode as well, and I've asked a lot of guys that question. Bringing toys into bed, like a couple, is it a it yes is a, or a? It is. It is a requirement. <laughs> a it's, requirement. Not a, it's not a yes or a no. <laughs> it is a requirement. I love sex it. gets boring and monotonous after a while with the same partner. Yes. You need to spice it up. Yeah. It's not toys, it's something. Try different and things, right? Try yeah. different things. But you know, some guys, some guys actually say that they, oh, if she brings the vibrators into bed, maybe it means I, I'm not satisfied. I'm like, get over no. it. It has nothing no. to do with you. <laughs> no. And more importantly, that's something that one, you've got to get over. And two, I don't know. I've never been with a guy that I've ever put a vibrator under his balls that later on he wasn't like, that was the greatest fucking thing ever. Like, I know. Yeah, of course it was, dumbass. You're welcome. <laughs> I know. But it's You're funny. Welcome. But it's still like taboo. It's taboo for a lot of men and it's taboo for a lot of girls. And I get shocked too because I think having healthy, satisfying, wonderful sex is one of the most important things in life, it in is. any relationship, it right? It really is. You have to have that, and you also have to have some form of intimacy. Yeah. So do not worry. The toys aren't going to replace you. <laughs> yeah. 
this is just like a nice little added bonus. There you go. I love you. You're amazing. I can't <laughs> believe we're out of time. I hope you come back so we can expand on this. Next one, we're going to do like all the sex questions. We'll talk about all the, the sex situations. <laughs> the questions, even the ones that you're embarrassed to ask, yes. we will answer them for you. Yes, send any questions because Desiree will answer anything that I might not, but I do too. <laughs> I'm going to answer it all. I'll, I'll even answer the question about what happens when you have anal and you accidentally shit on your partner because that happened to me. It could happen, right? I mean, it it's part happen. of, but it's part of life. This is what I tell people. That's my opinion. Uh, hopefully you are having sex with someone that you are 100% comfortable with. I think intimacy is the most important. That's why I don't like one night stands. Personally, I don't want to have sex with a stranger. I want to have sex with some, someone that, yeah, like you said, if, if you poop uh, because you're having anal sex or if you fart, many times you fart, like if you come or whatever, or if something doesn't yeah. work, uh, you're completely comfortable. Hopefully you guys laugh about it, take a fabulous sexy shower together, you know, clean exactly. it out and start all over exactly. again. <laughs> so that's do, my take on it. That the right partner yeah that's the whole point yeah bring that intimacy there and it makes it easier exactly that's the whole secret you are amazing i'm madly in oh. love with you thank you so much for doing this congratulations congratulations on the the engagement on the thank fabulous you. ring and i really hope you come back <laughs> absolutely absolutely guys send us those questions i'm dead serious i'll awesome. have a bottle of tequila and for every question that Kat is embarrassed to answer, <laughs> I will do a shot. The, yeah, well, I, I'm on. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, maybe for for me, I'm never embarrassed. <laughs> But, so I know, but we can talk about and and I keep saying that uh, I women should talk about sex all they want. Exactly. You know, it's exactly. it's good when guys talk about it. They're like superheroes. When we yeah, talk about it, we're whores. Yeah. <laughs> Like, no, we're allowed to talk about it too. <laughs> exactly. Let's just get this over with. So I'll invite you back really soon. Thank you so much. You're amazing. Thank Cheers. You so much, Kat. I really appreciate Have a wonderful weekend, guys. This was a super fun cat on the loose Friday. I will see you guys next week. I'm approaching the hundred episode. If you guys can believe that. <laughs> so I'm super excited. I'm lining up a bunch of really fun guests coming up. And for sure, if Desiree's game, she'll be back as well. And I wish everybody a wonderful weekend. Be safe out there because this freaking COVID is like all over the place. Please be safe for everybody. I know. Have a wonderful weekend, Desiree. I'll see you soon. Thank you. You too, Kat. Bye, Bye guys. Have a great weekend. I'll see you soon.